This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Hey, everybody. We are here talking with Dr. Vina Bott from North Fulton Smiles, a local dentistry practice. Welcome, Dr. Bott. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Why don't you start by telling us about your business? Great. Um, North Fulton Smiles is a general dental practice. We focus on restorative health uh, of the mouth and the teeth. And we focus on beautification of people's smiles, uh, along with keeping their smiles healthy and their teeth healthy as well, um, and their oral health as well. Um, So primarily, we are a family-focused cosmetic and restorative dental office. Awesome. Awesome. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about your journey and, you know, um, how you decided to go into dentistry and your education and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I, as far as I can remember, I've wanted to be a dentist. There was something super fascinating about, um, my baby teeth being loose and having to remove them and things like that. It's, it's a little, weird i get it but there was <laughs> but there was something really fascinating about that and then how the another tooth comes in after that as a 6 or 7 year old i found it really fascinating and um i decided to start pursuing that so when you know adults would ask you what do you want to be little girl when you when you grow up and i was like i want to be a dentist you know and then once i was in high school and you know they would have career day offerings and you know, just um, um, meet and greets with other professionals, I always ended up choosing dentistry and learning about what it is about that profession that fit me. And and then same thing in college, um, you know, I did internships um, or research papers on, you know, healthcare issues or anything like that. It always ended up choosing dentistry as my topic. I found that the art and the science involved in dentistry was a really good fit for me, where I like the sciences, the human sciences, and um, I love the artistic part of it. Um, you know, I used to always tinker with things or do a little handicraft as a kid and, and just play like that. Um, and there was also a human component in in all of this science and art that I also enjoyed. I, I like people. I, I am an extrovert in, by heart, and I um, I enjoy engaging with people. And I found that dentistry served that purpose of the art, science, and people. And um, I could be good at it. So I continued that, and and I enjoyed dental school. I went to dental school in Chicago at Northwestern uh, University, and. Um, and then I moved to Atlanta after, you know, um, after graduating and, and doing a residency in San Francisco, I moved to Atlanta and established myself here. And I've been here for 23 years. So what are some of the myths and misconceptions that are out there, you know, about dentistry and teeth and, you know, the, the industry as a whole right now? Um, there's a couple of different uh subsets to that. I think one of the uh, myths could be that um, dentistry is as an as-needed service or, or healthcare. Um, 
What I'm finding is now that I've been in practice with my own practice and I have the continuity of seeing patients for now 15 years, I'm finding that patients that actually do the, the preventative care and do things in a timely manner have less issues in the future and can maintain better health versus waiting too long to say, I'll wait until something hurts and, and I'll take care of it then. So extrapolating that even into general healthcare, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is 100% true in our industry as well. So if that, if I could somehow um, impart that message to everybody that even though it might seem that some dental care on a regular basis feels expensive or I can't afford it or whatever, um, in the long run, you're actually going to see a dentist less. And it's ironic that we're really trying to get people to see us less mm-hmm. by maintaining their health. For sure, for sure. You know, you're you're encouraging people to um, come, you know, come in and and not use your services by you know doing the preventative work and, yes. and seeing yes. you on a regular basis and doing things in a timely manner so that you're not incurring more costs for your own health dental health care. When you talk about restorative dentistry, can you explain a little bit about what that is to our listeners? Yeah. Um, so teeth, just like other parts of our body, go through a lot of wear and tear. Um, and anytime we have to repair anything like we, from cavities or, or trauma or wear and tear, it, invariably that has to be redone. <clears throat> and so with that, restoring teeth means putting it back into a good form, shape, aesthetics, if you will, and also good function so that the teeth can do what it is it's supposed to do, which is help you talk, help you eat, um, and just help it. Actually, it also helps support the face. Lack of teeth means you're ultimately, you know, some of your cheek and, and, and facial structures can also lose its support underneath, the scaffolding, if you will, for your lips and such are your teeth. So restorative dentistry serves to put back or improve um, the function and form of teeth and in the process also the aesthetics of it. Because we are, let's just face it, we are an aesthetic-driven society in all of all of the U.S. for that matter, you know, and um, we like having a nice smile. Right. In addition to having it work for you, too. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, if you think back, speaking of the aesthetics part, like when we were growing up, you didn't really hear about whitening your teeth. That wasn't something yes. that people did. Yes. Um, now, you know, if you see anybody on TV, their teeth are just so white and sparkling. And um, what do you offer in your office to help people who want to, you know, remove some of the stains and, um, you know, get a whiter smile? Yeah. There are, um, there's a lot of different things that can be done in that realm. Um, A lot of times it's a matter of just getting a good, very thorough cleaning. And then the whitening uh, procedures um, that uses gel whiteners to apply on the teeth. And um, there are different levels of that engagement as well. Um, From there, we can also do um, composite restorations or, or white bonding fillings kind of thing that um, can also enhance someone's smile, make it brighter, all the way to veneers, 
or crowns, um, which is what you see on TV a lot of times are, are crowns and veneers that um, patients or celebrities or public personalities <laughs> will do in order to have that perfect smile. Uh, a lot of times what's interesting is that just having the teeth be placed in the right place in the mouth by straightening some uh, teeth and doing some corrective orthodontics can make somebody's smile just light up. And, there, and that's plenty for some patients. So what we do is we really get to know what our patients' goals are and what they want and put that into the lifestyle that they lead and see how we can give them their offerings, customize it to their life, their lifestyle, their careers, um, and their finances, to be honest. Let's just talk right. about that because that's also an important part of this conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you do any orthodontics in your office or is that something you refer out? I do orthodontics in terms of clear aligners, like Invisalign. Okay. And it's been wildly successful for patients just getting such a, a new upgrade to their smile. Uh, there are some situations, there are a lot of situations, correction, where an orthodontist is required um, because orthodontia is not just about straight teeth, even though the words orthodontia means straight teeth. It's not just about straight teeth. It's really a system of functioning of the jaw and the teeth and the palate. And there's so much more to it, the airway. And um, there's so much more to, to that anatomy and science than just putting braces on and straightening teeth. Mm -hmm. So um, I, we do a very thorough assessment to see where that patient lands in terms of what care they want and what goals we're trying to offer, uh, achieve. And then we, we proceed accordingly. Um, awesome. <laughs> I, can you explain, you know, sometimes we have kids listen to these and they're trying to figure out what, you know, career they want to do. What would the differences in schooling and training be for a dentist and an orthodontist? An orthodontist is considered a specialist of dentistry. So <clears throat> after four years of high school, and after you get your bachelor's degree, you go to dental school for another four years. And after that, really after four years of dental school, you are eligible to go out into the market and work. Um, a lot of students will go out to the market and work, graduates, I mean, and others may go and uh, pursue residencies in specialties or just in general practice residencies just to get more um more uh, advanced uh, training in, in the procedures that sometimes dental schools just can't teach all the things. Mm -hmm. uh, so orthodontics is a considered a, a two to three year specialty after dental school. So after the, I guess that's four and four, eight years after high school is you, you have a DDS degree and then you go to another two to three years of school. Wow. For being an orthodontist. And, and what do you any specialty has a different number of years. Right. What did you do for your residency? I did a general practice residency at UCSF in, um, in California. I enjoyed it so much. I did a two-year program instead of one year. 
Um, I guess I was just a little bit not wanting to adult yet. And so I, wanted, <laughs> I, I enjoyed being part of the university system. So I did a two-year residency in, Cal in California. Awesome. Yeah. I know you're busy and, you know, you, you work hard, but what do you like to do for fun? How do you relax? Um, I, I love to hang out with my friends. Uh, whether it's whether we're, we're just wearing sweatpants and watching movies or just having a glass of wine. Um, I like to walk. Uh, uh, I have two dogs that are my favorites. I love them so much. <laughs> the two golden doodles that get all the attention in our house. And so um, I let, you'll see me walking around Milton and stuff a lot. Um, and I love to travel. I travel quite a bit, either to visit family or visit friends, um, or in sometimes just vacation as well. Um, I've also done some traveling in terms of uh, volunteerism. So we, wow. yeah, we've done some dental volunteerism in countries that have underserved children and stuff. So that's, that's something that I've really, really loved to do as well. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Where are some of the places that you've gone? My daughters and I have made this a girl's trip and um, we've gone to Guatemala. We've been to Cambodia. We've been to Kenya, Mexico. Um, and we have more countries we want to go to, but they're in college now. So it's a little bit difficult to coordinate all of our time off. But I intend to start doing more of that. Are either of them going to go into dentistry? I don't think so. Um, one of them might be. One of them is going to go into healthcare, okay. but the other one is a hard no. She's just she's uh, more in the fine arts, so she will pursue some her fine arts uh, um, goals. Good, yeah. good. Um, anything else that you want to share with our listeners that you haven't had a chance to say? Uh, yeah, I would love to tell listeners that you know, in the face of a lot of corporate dental offices and a lot of um, insurance-driven offices. Uh, dentistry is really the, the, the best um, outcome of your healthcare comes from a great relationship with your healthcare professional, whether it's your doctor, um, chiropractor, uh, optometrist, and dentist. Um, the, our best patients are ones that have been with us for 15 years. They have great healthcare. They have, they, they take good care of themselves. We are part of their, their healthcare journey as well. And um, it's just such a relationship-driven industry, dentistry is, because we see, we see our patients more than they see their doctors. Right. At right. least twice a year, we see our, pa our patients. And we develop such a relationship with them as to, you know, their children, their ongoings, their, their, we've seen kids become, become parents um, over time. And it's just so gratifying to have that kind of relationship with our patients that it actually, in our office, it makes us want to do better work. It makes us want to go out there and learn more about our profession and stay on top of um, what's new and, and update our technology constantly because we want to offer what is out there the best of what's out there for our patients it's really hard to appreciate all of that both ways um when people jump offices a lot so we really try to nurture the patient and get to know 
who they are and how can we best serve them. Um, and that way we can give, we can see the success of their health, oral health care over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if patients could just appreciate that that's really what a lot of us dentists are trying to do with our patients is to have good health care, good dental care given to them. That way they can have success in their own dentistry. Um, I think that would be really, really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Where can folks find you? Want to tell us where you're located and your website? Yeah, we are located right in the middle of Roswell, Milton, maybe even Cherokee County dumps into that area in the in the Silos Crabapple area. Our address mm-hmm. is 12315 Crabapple Road, uh, right next to One Life Fitness and Alpine Bakery and the Silos. Um, our website is northfultonsmiles.com. And you can email us through that portal. There's tons of information. We're also, uh, we have a, like, we like to have a good time on Facebook and Instagram. So there's, we do have pages there as well. Um, on Instagram, we are Dr. Vina underscore bot, B-H-A-T. And um, Facebook, we are NorthFultonSmiles.com. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Bot. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you and thank you for organizing this. And uh, I'm excited for our engagement with our community. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPMilton.com. That's GNPMilton.com. Or call 470-664-4930.